0: today's episode we will be discussing the different types of sports bettors
1: and also talking about some of the pros and cons of sports betting
0: you're listening to Burrow bets with your hosts zach and mark this podcast will explain some of the ins and outs of sports betting as well as our experiences that we've had so
1: far with betting you'll follow us on our journey and relive the highs and lows of sports betting that we have encountered
0: we actually have a special guest for this episode we're going to be interviewing our roommate Benner, who is going to be explaining a form of betting called arbitrage betting
1: yeah he's one of the only people i know who does this type of betting and it's actually been able to rake in some decent cash from it
0: all right so before we get to that let's get into our first topic of the day so this is going to be on the different types of sports bettors and mark do you want to start us off with this
1: yeah i'll start us off the first one that comes to mind is the parlay guru This is someone who can't stay away from parlays. Every bet he places, he has to throw in multiple legs. He plays around with his account to see the potential payouts and asks himself, how does this lose?
0: All right, well, the next one I want to say is the quitter. This is the type of person that at the end of every week, you'll be hearing this guy say, I'm done betting. I'm done. No more betting for me. And then the next week, you'll see him and he's got either a parlay running or a couple bets he's got on the line. So this is just the guy that just can't stay away. That kind of follows
1: along with the loss chaser. This is the person who can't end the day on a loss, so they need to keep betting. This type of person chases their losses into oblivion in order just to see a little bit of profit at the end of the night. We've
0: all seen this type of guy. This is the stat checker type of better. This is the person who is refreshing their phone constantly in order to stay updated on their bets. We all know the TV can be behind, so they like to stay ahead of the game by refreshing the feed on their phone to be updated.
1: Then we have the guy who can't watch. This is the more superstitious better Who believes that if he watches the game, he will have some sort of impact on the game just by watching
0: it. And finally we have the safe better. This is the type of person who doesn't risk much and sticks to what they believe are guaranteed locks. This person won't see much drastic change to their accounts, but over time it starts to grow. All right, so that's all we got for the types of betters. We're now gonna move into our next segment where we talk about some of the pros and cons of sports betting.
1: Okay, so this segment is more on the educational side where we weigh the pros and cons of sports betting. We'll start with the pros, then move into the cons. For the pros, one I would say is the biggest pro is the thrill of winning. The joy you get from a big win is something unlike anything you've ever felt. It's like winning the lottery.
0: I would say another pro is just being able to make a meaningless sport so much more interesting. You could take a sport like Australian football which is something that I've never watched until over this summer, and then I grew to love it because of how intense the game is. But you can take a sport like that, something you have no idea what it is, throw a couple dollars on it, and then that game becomes the highlight of your night. Free money
1: is another huge pro of sports betting. Certain sites offer free promotions for joining, which sometimes allows you to get free money just for signing up.
0: It's also just a fun thing to do with your friends. The camaraderie that comes with sports betting with your friends is just ecstatic. When everyone takes the same bet and everyone's rooting for the same thing, it makes it so much more enjoyable to watch that game.
1: I completely agree with you on That. Sadly, we have to end up with the cons. I would say one of the biggest cons that is most known for sports betting is the gambling addiction that could possibly come with it. Just like gambling in a casino, sports betting does come with its similar addiction. When people get addicted to the thrill of sports betting and can't stop betting, it becomes a huge issue and that could potentially ruin their lives.
0: Another con that comes to mind is the fact that you can lose money really quickly. If you get caught in the cycle and try to chase losses, you can find yourself in a deep hole. This is something that many people tend to struggle with, but getting out of it is just the best thing you can do
1: huge con is the fact that it can ruin certain sports and it can ruin the love for your favorite sports team. This one applies to me a lot because I'm a big Jets fan, but they haven't been doing too well. So sadly, I've been betting against them and it doesn't feel good to root against your favorite team.
0: And for the final con is that people don't recognize that there's no such thing as a guaranteed win. There will always be upsets. And even if something looks like a lock, trust me, there's no such thing as a lock in sports betting. Okay, that is it for the pros and cons. Now we're going to move along and get into our interview with our roommate Benner. All right, we're here with me and Mark. Mark's roommate Benner. He's uh, one of the only people I know that actually does arbitrage betting, and um, I'm just going to give it to him. Let him take it away and start explaining a little bit about arbitrage betting.
2: Thank you guys for having me on the podcast. It's it's an honor. Um, yeah, so I pretty much got into arbitrage betting uh, like a few months after I started. Uh, just actually regular uh, sports betting and pretty much what it is is when you find two different uh, sports books that have like differing odds such that if you bet on the two sides of the outcome for a game that you're guaranteed to make profit regardless of what happens so it's a guaranteed money pretty much
0: got you got you it's uh, almost like a, a can't lose situation right
2: yeah yeah can't lose situation for sure
1: and how did you hear about this?
0: Uh,
2: that's a good question. Uh, I first heard about it um, actually on Reddit. Uh, there's like a subreddit for like sports gambling. And uh, when I first got into betting, I kind of looked through there to get some general tips and ideas of what to do. And I heard about people doing that. So I uh, tried to find ways that I could do it. And, and yeah, that's through Reddit. That's how I found out about it.
0: Are you finding these odds yourself or are you finding them on the Reddit page?
2: Um, that's another good question. Usually it is through Reddit. Um, sometimes I do it myself. If there's like an odds boost that I like can see, like it's like pretty obvious that it would be able to be arbitraged. And yeah, so if it's an odds boost where it's like clear today, uh, that's usually just something I find. But if it's something a lot more subtle, it's usually from reddit right
1: what two books do you use when you arbitrage bet
2: uh personally i uh use draft kings and FanDuel uh because draft kings usually has like lots of good profit boosts or odd boosts that are good for the arbitrage betting but uh like if you really want to get into it i like it's good to have like as many sports books as you can that way You have a better chance of finding uh like the differing odds for the same thing
0: and would you say uh when you started doing it like did you start out putting like a ton of money on both sides or was it more of like little sums that just kind of gradually turn into something like a snowball effect
2: yeah it's definitely uh more like a gradual effect uh yeah usually when you do an arbitrage bet you only make a very small percentage of like the money that you put in so if you bet like let's say 50 bucks on both sides of the bet you're probably only gonna make maybe any five dollars to ten dollars something like that so i started out only putting maybe like 10 20 on each side and now it's gotten to the point where i can do anywhere between like 50 and 100 on each side
0: right and come out with some sort of uh like decent outcome from that
2: yeah just yeah it gets a slightly higher amount percentage wise
0: right and i remember uh, this also works with spreads, right? Isn't there like a sweet spot when you're doing it with spreads where you have a chance of getting like both sides correct?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're lucky enough to find, it's called like a middle opportunity per se. So if like one book, let's say DraftKings has, uh, like the Knicks spread at minus two and a half at even odds, and then on FanDuel, uh, the team that they're playing is like plus four and a half at h- higher than even odds you could do that and still make a small percentage regardless of the outcome but if it hits right in that middle right there you'd win big
0: because uh, both sides would hit right has that ever happened for you have you been lucky enough
2: i actually have once i was very lucky uh uh I found uh, an arbitrage bet from Reddit, and it was for, I think, one of the college football uh, bowl games. And uh, I forget the teams, but it was one book. I had it at minus three and a half for the half uh, halftime spread, and the other book had plus four and a half for the other team, and it hit right in the middle though. <laughs> the... Yeah, so it ended That's like crazy. 17, 13 the first you're
1: guaranteed, half. You're guaranteed some profit, and then when it hits in the middle like that, you're just... Making more than expected. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah that's, that's okay. a great feeling. Um, Mark, do you have any more questions? No, it's. Uh, I think we've covered good. a lot there. Um, all right, thank you for uh, coming in for this interview, Benner. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah,
2: no problem. Thank uh, you guys for having me.
0: All right, moving along, we're going to finish off the episode with uh, some of our picks. I'm going to be doing ones from the March Madness tournament, as it's about to be wrapping up here this week. Uh, I think Mark is going to be doing the same, so I'm just going to be picking what I think will be in the final two. So just pretty much the finals for uh, the March Madness. My picks are going to be... I'm going to put definitely Gonzaga in there. And I'm also going to be putting them against Baylor. I think those two teams, they've been... I wouldn't say Baylor as much, but Gonzaga has just been stomping this tournament. Uh, Their spreads for like almost every game have been above 10 so it's just um i mean i think they had nine actually like two games ago but they've been off the rails just killing teams mark you can go ahead with your picks
1: yeah that's a solid pick i don't see gonzaga losing a single game they're actually my my pick to win it all um i would say the same undefeated. honestly they're undefeated so far and i don't see that trend slowing down anytime soon but i'm going in a different direction for the matchup i think that houston actually the number two seed houston beats number one baylor and this is because houston's defense is unstoppable
0: that's true their, their defense has been killing it i didn't think they They were honestly gonna be even winning the last game. They had that one player who seemed to be like injured or hurt uh, a couple games ago. I think it was against Rutgers in the Sweet Six. No, the Round Thirty Two. I think it was. And so I really didn't see them getting as far as they are right now. But I didn't see Baylor getting that far. Yeah,
1: they bounced back. Yeah, I mean they've been looking good. Their defense that keeps them in games
0: and win some games. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here. Um, I'll take us out for the episode. All right, guys, so that's it for us this week. Uh, don't forget to tune in next week where we go over our best sports betting memories and we'll discuss the conclusion of the March Madness tournament. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. This podcast was produced by Zach Chulo. You can reach me through my email at chuloz8 at students.rowland.edu. Also, check out the Borough Bets website located at www.burrowbetspodcast.wordpress.com.